The presenting sponsor of Moon Tower Soccer is FVF Law. To find out what makes FVF a different kind of injury law firm, you can visit fef.law. Welcome to Swoon Power Soccer. I'm your host, Mike Craniola. And I'm Stephanie Craniola. And we are here, as always, to talk to you about the boys. We're so excited because not only are we talking about two matches today, a sweet little match, Scott. We have our Swoon Tower silly check, our fit checks, our social media standouts. But the most important thing of today... Oh, hands down. Our first guest ever. We got Jessica Luther on to chat about the boys and y'all. What an honor. Oh my gosh. She's so cool. She's so cool. So uh, that's coming a little bit later, but we are going to cover our regular things first. Yeah. And you know, uh, I think we played it pretty cool in the interview. Yeah, we were so we, we were so cool. We definitely didn't blow it. Don't yeah, worry, we y'all. Uh, I know we everybody was cool. worried for us. Uh, <laughs> we were worried for us, but I think we did all right. Yeah, we did a great job. Yeah. Um, she said afterward that it was way more fun being on Swoon Tower than Moon Tower. She did not. Don't slander her like that. Okay, <laughs> let's get into our stuff because we're going to start at home with our match against the New York Red Bulls. We're not going to, as always, we're not going to talk about the actual matches. But you know what we are going to talk about? The match, Scott? Y'all, this dog's name oh. uh. is Lunchbox. Yep. And lunchbox when you see lunchbox you're gonna know why oh lunchbox like i can't it might be the most perfect name for a dog i've ever heard in my life and he's so cute <laughs> he's oh, so cute he was a dream uh he's nine years old uh he's a little thick 67 pounds of like love pitbull terrier love yeah uh he reminds me a lot of hero but older um he's so cute yes if you are looking for an old man in who, your life. Who is just so sweet and so <laughs> gentle. And has the best name of a dog literally ever. Yeah. Uh, we highly recommend Lunchbox. Why don't, uh, why don't we hear from Lunchbox himself? Oh, what a celebrity. Hey, Lunchbox. We've got a couple of questions for you. First of all, who on the team do you want to take out for a picnic and Why? Good choice. Yeah. Good choice, Lunchbox. And Lunchbox, what are you going to pack for snacks in your picnic basket? Oh, that sounds so good, baby. I can't wait. Lunchbox, tell me, who do you most want to play fetch with you? <gasps> good point, Lunchbox. That's such a good choice. Mine too, baby. Well, let's get those three points. Can we get a Listos Verde from you, Lunchbox? Good boy. <laughs> uh, a million out of ten lunchable snacks is yeah. what I rate Lunchbox. Six thousand charcuterie boards. <laughs> I love this dog so much. Ah, uh, Lunchbox is the best. The game, not the best. No, uh, definitively not the best game that we have seen <laughs> at home this year. There were a couple standouts though. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Driussi had like absolute bangers of goals, mm-hmm. just unreal. Uh, Landon and Jeremiah talk about the much better on Moon Tower, 
but oh my goodness, what incredible feats. Yeah, uh, I think incredible feats attached to legs <laughs> uh, would be we got Washington Caruso's debut. Everyone has talked ad nauseum about the bicycle kick assist, but we are also going to because not only was it a feat of athleticism, it was a feat of that so legacisms. Cool. <laughs> yep. Yep. I just, that was just off the top of my head. Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> he was just so cool. And like, I, I really loved seeing how like smiley he was yep. after it. Like, what a good smile on that guy. <laughs> All right. Our only other point about the Red Bulls match was something that happened after the match. And it was in an interview with Ruben Gabrielson. Yeah. The opposite of a smile. Uh, <laughs> Ruben had a quote to one of the journalists. You know, man, it's like sometimes you write a shit article. It's like that in football. Yeah, just what an answer to how do you bounce back from a bad game? <laughs> I mean, it is, it's incredible. I, I don't know if it came off the top of his head or if he's had that one like in his back pocket, but best comeback I've ever heard from an athlete. Yeah, so awesome. And like, everybody's had a bad day at work. Yeah. And so it's nice to be reminded that like, no, nah, these boys are just boys sometimes, you know? Yes, and funny boys. Yes. All right, let's move on over to our win against Sporting Kansas City. Yeah, we actually got two wins at Sporting Kansas City. Uh, the first one was on the score sheet, and then the second one was me being proved right. Uh, I would just like to take us back to the genesis of Swoon Tower here when we were talking about uh, players that were leaving the team. And mm -hmm. one of those players was Ben Sweat. And I said that he had serious growth potential in handsome boysness. And uh, y'all, the long hair, like, it 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 works for him. I'm going to go with eh on that. Uh, I'm going to give you a real solid eh. I'm just saying, uh, give it 10 years when he's coaching or like punditing. And you're going to be like, man, that is an attractive older man. Uh, maybe. We'll, we'll see. I'm telling y'all. Follow us. Uh, follow up with us in 10 years, and we will see if that's true. <laughs> we'll Google Ben Sweat. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, he's a, he's a long-term play, you know, dividend kind of player. He's not a, <laughs> a short-term, you know, uh, stock here. He's a, he's a long-term retirement stock. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I wanted to talk about about this match is we were listening to Moon Tower today and they were talking about the number of yellow cards in the first half versus the number of yellow cards in the second half. And it was what I think they said six versus six. two. Yeah. Versus very few. Yeah. I would like Landon and Jeremiah didn't suggest this as a, a possibility, but mm. I would like to think that he got a stern talking to. Yeah. Do you think his like his parents called him at the half and were like, dude, what are you doing? I think Ethan Finley's dad <laughs> called him at the half. I think he was tweeting. He got a DM on Twitter. Yeah. They from shouldn't, Ethan Finley's dad. Yeah. Shouldn't be checking your phone during the half. I mean, gotta keep your head should, in the game because. Well, it sure, yeah. Really changed his behavior, and that's the kind of influence that Ethan Finley's dad has. You're right. You're right. 
Uh, I have been <laughs> afraid to tweet anything about Ethan Finley. <laughs> Same. I won't do it. I won't. And so clearly, I even get nervous mentioning him in my tag yourself after the picture tweets. So clearly the ref uh, also feels the same anxiety that you do. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, the second half of the match got a lot looser. <laughs> uh, maybe almost too loose. Maybe almost too loose. But you know what? We held on. Brad Stuver, king of the world. Oh, uh, so good. What a guy. Also, I realized I didn't put it in the show notes, and I'm so sorry, but I really wanted to talk about Felipe after that penalty. Remember, I've like, oh, yeah, yeah. I played the replay back to you a hundred times, like freaking out about how obnoxious Felipe was. Yes. God, it was so good. If y'all haven't seen it, check the highlights for the save and watch Felipe celebrate Brad Stuver at Daniel Shallowy <laughs> at, immediately after his like Just shot was blocked. So fast in his face. Like so oh, fast. So much poop housing. <laughs> Uh, the other thing which transitions us into our next section, our Swoon Tower Selly check. We're not going to talk about all of the celebrations. During the Red Bulls match, there really were kind of tamed down celebrations because we were coming up from so far behind. So I think that really kind of, it skewed the performance a bit. Yeah. And I think the same thing with Alex Rings in the Sporting Kansas City match. Mm-hmm. Like he, he was like, oh, that probably shouldn't have gone in yeah like and we had so many goals taken away in such quick succession <laughs> that it feels like yeah i don't know if you really need to like celebrate that one because who knows what's gonna happen right yeah it, it's about damn time but maybe it won't go in yeah um so we did get seba dancing and unlike last suin tower cycle <laughs> no notes for seba no notes. What's One the score? million trillion Selena's out of ten. Uh I'm giving it a nine point five. What? I got to. Why? It's my brand. No. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> you're you're gonna get a call from Ethan Finley's dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did uh, also want to do a public apology to the world on behalf of my wife. What? Be- because we found out after last Swoon Tower that both of the celebrations that she had been so negative about were celebrations about and by and for children. All right, listen. I will say to you on the podcast what I said to you in uh, our home. If they want better scores, they should stop relying on children for their ideas. Wow, you heard it here, folks. (laughs) Steph hates children. Jeez. And Listen. the family. <laughs> I think it's very sweet. I do think that would, you know, give them some extra points. Um, is it going to get them to a 10? Only only the little hip action or, you know, something really <laughs> clever can do that. So, you know, we're just going to have to wait and see how the rest of the season pans out. All right. Let's move on to fit checks then. <laughs> Ooh, uh, okay. Because we have got some Lukes to talk about this week. Speaking of daddies oh boy <laughs> uh we want to obviously always forever and ever julio cascante uh, are you serious he also ended up on gq sports outfit of the week twitter he deserves poll. it he does deserve it he always. deserves it every week mm-hmm. i bet right now whatever he is wearing right now as we record this on a tuesday evening guaranteed 
should be on GQ Sports Outfit of the Week. But yeah, those white pants, that un- that 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 black shirt unbuttoned to his belly button, what the bucket cool hat. Guy. What a cool guy. What a cool guy. How do I do that? How do I be cool like that? Well, you could take uh, cues from another cool guy. Uh, we're going to a wedding this weekend and you will be wearing a suit. You could wear your suit with just a plain white t-shirt underneath like Siba. Do you think I could pull that off? I think you could. Oh, well, I right. think you're very handsome. Do you think I'll be asked to leave the wedding? No. You sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that you'd look really good um, just judging from what the what that sweet fit looks like. So, uh, I want to give a special shout out this week to our dude, Ethan Finley. Right? I love the like utilitarian but make it fashion yeah yeah like even down to his like gray shoes right he looks you know what he looks like is a professional golfer that i would want to be friends with (laughs) uh i was gonna say he looks like a like sales exec that i would want to be friends with okay Okay. You know, right. like he's like a, maybe not exec. Maybe he's like a sales, like a middle, upper middle management <laughs> in sales on the weekend. Sure. Kind of vibe. It's a good vibe though. It's a yeah. good look for Ethan Finley. I had to zoom in to make sure it was Ethan Finley because I was like, oh, that's a hot guy. And then I zoomed in and I was like, Stephanie, what have you become? Look, he looks great. I know. And those sunglasses really pull it together. Yes. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. He really needs sunglasses to make his face. <laughs> Steph, his Sorry, dad. Sorry, dad. Sorry, Ethan Finley's dad. Okay, moving, moving on. Moving on. Ruben. Moving on to everyone's dad uh, in the world. <laughs> I, <laughs> Ruben posted a story with, um, I'm pretty sure, he posted it today on Tuesday. I'm pretty sure it was from that match because it looked like he was walking into a game. Uh, but my first thought is he's got this white, a uh, shirt with green leaves on it yep. and i was like man he looks a lot like tom nook <laughs> he's just like ready to sell out some bells and put you all in debt for building a house on an island the animal crossing character tom nook yeah the uh, biggest crook in video gaming history wow we got some hot takes on tom nook today but he's super cute and so is ruben <laughs> So just saying. Fair enough. Uh, I, (laughs) God, I aspire to have a chest broad enough to be, what is that? One, two, three, like three or four buttons undone and just so chill about it. Yeah, it's great. One day. Yeah. One day. All right. That's enough fashion. We only have one major social media standout because we're going to get into the boys quite a bit with Jessica in just a moment. But... Uh, ding, ding, ding. New boy alert. Ding, ding, ding. New boy season. Woo! Let's go, Emiliano Rigoni. He's here. Yeah. Well, he's on the team. He's on the team. Official. Welcome to the team. We're so excited to have you. We hope you don't listen to this podcast. Uh, ojalá que <laughs> sí, that you do listen and that you love it um, <laughs> and that you play cumbia for us. Yeah, if you could record a new intro song. We would be, uh, it's fine if it's just on your little drum pad. If that's what all you got right now, that's great. We'll take a new beat to get oh us in and out God. of the show. Yeah, that would be amazing. That's why I said it. You're right. I know. God, let's leave this in. <laughs> I wanted to talk about how cute it was that he called us La Familia. 
and by us, I mean the players, like the team. Uh, like Seba has started calling Austin FC family, mm-hmm. and Rigoni said that in his like welcome like Instagram story where he was like talking about being excited to come join La Familia. It's just so cute. That is super cute. All right, so that's all we've got for you for new stuff today. Now we are going to get into our interview. Uh, Jessica is amazing, and we hope you enjoy. Okay, so today we have our very first Swoon Tower guest. We are so excited. This is a a big step. We're becoming podcasting toddlers, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, starting to put guests into the fold. So we're really excited. Mike, why don't you tell us who it is? Yeah, uh, today we have got Jessica Luther with us. Jessica is an investigative journalist, author, podcaster, and an Austin FC fan. You can buy her books, Loving Sports When They Don't Love You Back, Dilemmas of the Modern Fan, and Unsportsmanlike Conduct, College Football and the Politics of Rape at Book People Today, or you can order them online from bookshop.org and support local stores like Bookwoman, Black Pearl Books, and Malvern Books, three of our favorite bookstores in the city. You can also find her podcast, Burn It All Down, wherever you get podcasts, and you can and should directly support it by becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash burnitalldown. Jessica, thank you so much for joining us. Did I miss anything? No, that was wonderful. And yes. I didn't realize I was the first guest. Yeah. I, I uh, am so honored. I love Swoon Tower. Okay. This is great. <laughs> I mean, I guess Landon was like on the first couple episodes, but that was more like dad that making sure. That doesn't count. Yeah, yeah exactly. That doesn't count. No, I'm owning like, this. Yeah, uh, you should. <laughs> Because those were really like, uh, can you two do this? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The test runs. Can we trust you with this? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Thank you so much, though, for being here. I'm really excited to get to chat with you. I love reading your work. I am excited to talk um, a little bit about your work at the top if you want to, but also not about it at all for the rest of it and just focus (laughs) on the boys. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, it's very nice to like when I was prepping, I was trying yeah, yeah. To, I was telling my husband uh, about what I had to prep and he was like, oh, OK. And I was like, yeah, it's very different. <laughs> it's very exciting. So I yeah, appreciate that. One of the things that jumped out, you wrote an article for The Striker. Uh, and one of the lines that you had in that article was when the team came to town, I decided to jump in like uh, and fully become a fan. Um And so that was really like interesting to me because in your line of work, I can't imagine that's an easy decision to make. So I was kind of wondering if you could like step us through that a little bit. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I used to be a humongous Florida State football fan. That's how I was raised. And that's the only school I applied to go to. That is where I met my husband. I went to all the football games, hardcore. Uh, And then working on gendered violence in sport, I got into it because there was a famous case at Florida State involving our quarterback. uh, And I just lost my love of, of that team, but also just college football in general. Um, Mm -hmm. I did too many stories. I mean, I wrote a book uh, about it and I just couldn't sort of hold on. And yeah, it was a really conscious moment when I was talking to my husband, Aaron, I'll just say his name, Aaron, uh, when I was talking to him about this and I'm like, I think I'm going to do this. But I I will say I was like nervous. Yeah. um, I assume because of the ubiquity of gendered violence that, you know, no organization is going to escape um, cases of it. 
so I didn't think it would quite be that quickly, sure. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> sure. uh, but yeah, I had to just be like, I'm going to do this. And because I mean, part of it is there's like a famous cliche about like, if you report on a team, you can't like that. Like you just, you learn not to like them. You like know the underbelly and it's normally not good. Yeah. Uh, right. And so, yeah, I was, it was like, how much do I really want to take in about this? Like, how do I just do this as a fan? I've talked a lot or I've tweeted a lot about how Moon Tower is so great for me as just like, I just listen to it as a fan and I can keep up <laughs> on these players. And, but it's been so much fun that like, part of your brain that like activates when you learn who all the players are. I can, yes. I can tell who they are by their way they run. Or like when we were watching on Sunday, my husband was like, who's that? And I'm like, it's, it's Gallagher. He has yellow shoes on. <laughs> um, <laughs> like those little things that get activated as a fan are so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, I mean, it's mostly been like just a great joy, even in the pain, like Sunday was painful as a, <laughs> for most of that match. And there's still for me, some, kind of like emotional delight there's like that catharsis of like all the feelings around a thing that sorry ultimately doesn't matter um yes (laughs) but no but it's absolutely Absolutely. true you know it's not actually gonna affect like my material existence no uh but my emotional one i'm absolutely there for and i love it i just love i love that part of sports so much this has been just great for me so did you get into soccer because this is our not first, but first with air quotes professional team in Austin? Or was that move to from American football to European football more conscious? Uh, I've been a casual fan, mainly of the women's game. Like I actually went to France in 2019 and wrote some pieces for uh, the Huffington Post about the Women's World Cup. Like cool. um, one of my coolest moments in this job as I interviewed Stella Marley uh, in her hotel room in this town in France about funding the Jamaican women's soccer team. Um, So, and I work on Burn It All Down, which we've been doing for five years, and two of the five of us are international soccer experts. So, like, I keep up with it that way. I've always, I mean, I've always, especially as a girl who cared about sports, that was, you know, 99, I was 19. Uh, But still, like, that was that was really the the touchstone um maybe also college basketball but um so i've always kind of been a casual fan of it i have definitely i feel like i basically understand everything that's happening all the time um like i i know enough about rules and stuff like that so it wasn't i didn't have to start like as a total newbie to sure. the sport yeah uh that helps for sure um, yes. And yes. then Landon can fill in the gaps for all the stuff that we uh, don't know. <laughs> I know he really does. It's very, very useful for me. Yeah. It, absolutely the same. Uh, there's so much that I've learned from Moon Tower that I feel like I can actually have conversations about soccer in general outside of Austin FC much better than I could before listening to Moon Tower. <laughs> yeah, it's really true. I, I mean, again, my poor husband gets pulled into all this but he's like my one sounding board for most of my austin fc stuff but i'm always saying like and and landon said on moon tower like this like because <laughs> i have to cite my sources all the time um yep. it's just something that's built into me uh and it comes up all the time or i'm like i don't know what just happened i'll let you know on tuesday when i, <laughs> when I listen you know like then then i'll have an idea i also yeah. of course read um bills at the striker yes. and um 
so I, I have other means, but <laughs> I am such an audio person. I I just enjoy consuming stuff that way. Yeah, same. Um, I think that's kind of what drew us to podcasting instead of trying to become uh, amateur fan journalists. Um, <laughs> a lot I of think... people, a lot of people wanting to, you know, read amateur fan takes online too. I'm sure. So, uh, you know, we passed up a good opportunity. <laughs> I feel like, especially for these kind of chats, though. Uh, audio is the way to go. Yeah. So, Jessica, are you ready to really get into it? Dive right I'm gonna in. I'm going to do my best. You guys are <laughs> real experts at this. Uh, I'm going to do right. my best. This first question's hard. It's a tough one. Who are your favorite players on and off the mm. pitch? Whether it's uh, social media follows or their community outreach. I think that one's you know obvious yeah. for all of us. Yeah, obviously, Stumer <laughs> uh, for that one. Like we, um, my co-host Amira, who lives here and is also an Austin FC fan, we interviewed Stuver for Burn It All Down a couple months ago, um, and we like worked. We were like, we've got to get him on. That was like a whole goal of ours. Uh, so certainly, just deeply respect the work that he does in the community and as we talked about on the podcast like it means a lot to me to see him out there advocating for trans youth in this state that is especially in sports uh so hostile in ways that make me deeply sad um so that's just cool as hell um man on the pitch i mean who i mean obviously drucy because like i'm a normal person uh i don't think there's a better answer there I, I don't I think yes <laughs> I it's funny because I was thinking about this in preparation and like I like John Gallagher um off the pitch just fine mm-hmm. but if you saw my husband does that make sense yeah, that makes sense right I feel um, like that's kind of why I like the entire French national men's team there you go <laughs> yeah and I mean that's how you do it like the I really liked Jan Kolmanich last year on the pitch. I don't, you know, Gallagher's like taking a spot, but I always felt like his ceiling, he's got, a, he hasn't gotten anywhere close to it. It would be interesting to see with him. Um, I'm trying to think. Let me, I'm like going through it in my mind. <laughs> um, Gabrielson's been such Unreal, a great right? addition. Yeah. And my, yeah. my mother-in-law is a hundred percent Norwegian. So my husband is 50%. My son is 25%. So the fact that there is a, Norwegian on the pitch um, is is important in this family. Uh, So it's (laughs) been great that he's been very good overall. Um, Aaron will kill me. He'll never listen to this, so he'll never know. But um, Nick (laughs) Lima's quads are, we're fans in this house. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, This house also uh, stands with you. Uh, I think there are a (laughs) lot of houses, especially that listen to Swoon Tower, uh, that are yes. right there with you. <laughs> oh, and I wanted to mention, uh, did you all go to the match on Sunday? Yes. yes. Okay, so in the pre-thing on television, because I did not go, they did the box-to-box interview. I am so glad you're bringing this up right now. Because <laughs> I, I thought of you all. Like, so as I was watching, I knew we were going to record this, and um, it's Roger Wallace, right? And he talked to Gabrielson, mm-hmm. and Gabrielson had the shortest shorts. Yes, <laughs> like, and... Did you see on his right thigh, was that yes. a bruise? Was that a tattoo? It looked to I, me like a tattoo. It looked to me like a tattoo. Thank you. It is. It's a It's a bulldog. It's a French bulldog. Is that true? Oh, yes. Is it his friend? Like, is it like a picture I think of his own dog? 
I think it's his. Yes. Oh, um, mean- there was some investigation Someone- within the Los Verdes Slack that brought that. Okay, to, I'm gonna to um like text Chris Bills. Like, <laughs> I, I tweeted assi- him earlier. I have an assignment for you. Yeah, if you that if you can need to do know. That. Yes, exactly. I tweeted him. I told him that he's got the access we need. You know, uh, Billzy, if you're listening, now this is like yeah, a big we need deal. to know. That's funny because Aaron did. He was like, "What's on his leg?" And I was like, a tattoo. Like I just thought that was obvious. But man, if it's a tattoo of his own dog, I think I, think I need so. to know that. I That'd think be. it's a French bulldog. That's lovely. <laughs> that is lovely. Uh, oh, wow. I, oh, my, now, now my heart is like swelling. Um, just thinking <laughs> about that little. I know, right? Like, imagine Ruben Gabrielson with a tiny little French bulldog running around. <laughs> so cute. I, yes, I would love to mention <laughs> yes. that. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, if there are two things that this podcast loves, it's short shorts and dogs. Yeah. So, yes. I do oh. feel like. Can I just say that I have the best Please. dog in the whole world and his name is Ralph and he's a rescue dog. So I have since the moment they announced who the mascots would be like that they would be rescue dogs. I was like, oh, well, clearly my dog is a mascot of Austin FC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and every time I listen to you guys talk about dogs, I'm like, Ralph needs to get interviewed. I need to figure out. I need to do that. <laughs> well, cause... so the the danger with us interviewing Ralph is that means he's adoptable. So... Well, not like, you. I'll yeah, just yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. He's not adoptable. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, tell us a little bit more about Ralph. What kind of a dog is he? he How old? Well, that's a great question. He's definitely a poodle. He has these long legs, uh, but he, the vet thinks he has terrier, some lab. Uh, he's black, so he's so hot this time of year, oh, but no. he will just sit in the sun like a... <laughs> I'm like you have to come in, uh, but his his story is that he was hit by a car or thrown out of a car. They're not totally oh. sure, but he was found like in a ditch with his back right hip paralyzed, and some amazing vet put it back together. And oh. he was a blue dog rescue, which our first dog was also a blue dog, and we had lost our first dog. Um, I guess August of 2019. Everything is like related to the pandemic. Um, and by December, we were ready to like have another mm-hmm. dog. And Ralph was on the site and um, he is fine now. My husband is a marathon runner and they, when it's cold out, they can run like six miles together. Wow. That's amazing. He think Ralph thinks he can run six miles in the heat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it's, Oh, the guy, like he will come back from running and his tongue is like on the floor and he drinks two <laughs> gallons of water and he, and as soon as anyone goes by the door, it's like, he thinks it's, it's time, time to go. And you're like, you, yeah. you look like you're dying. Uh, he doesn't see it. So he is just the best boy because of his hip. He doesn't, he can't really jump on people. Like he can't jump up on furniture. And he, when he does get very excited, he will jump all four legs off the ground together. It's once, very cute. Like- and his like one flaw, because he it's literally he only has one, uh, is that he hates cars, because one of them <laughs> hurt him very badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he loves cheese more than anything in the world. So when we go on walks, we take cheese with us. And when he when a car goes by, he sits and we give him cheese. Oh. So, but sometimes there's a certain sound. It's we it must be related to the car that hurt him, where he just can't handle it and he has sure. to like he like spins in a circle and barks at them uh oh. but most of the time now he's really good and sits and eats his cheese what an angel. <laughs> what an angel. he's the, he's the best boy <laughs> 
I, I love have, Ralph. Yeah. Oh, same. hundred uh, percent. Uh, we are team Ralph. I'm going to send you guys pictures when we get off. You of better. Here. Yeah. We need Perfect. to, we need to use it for promos, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes. hundred um, percent. I don't have a really good segue for this one, uh, but <laughs> just do, you, do it over the past uh, year or so. Uh, do you have any like Austin FC memories that really jump out to you as like, this is the moment when, you know, I fell in love with this player or this is when I knew the team was special or things oh, like that's that. That's a great question. Um, we went to a fair amount of games in the first season. The first season was just hard. Right. But like, yeah. Being in the stadium, you know, shout out to the supporters group. Like, it is just fun. Even yes. <laughs> when we lose, Amir and I went to the Mother's Day game this year, which we lost. Mm-hmm. And it was hard. Finley did not do well. And he was playing right in front of us. And I thought Amira was going to lose her. <laughs> I'm not allowed to curse, am I? Um, we can bleep it out. <laughs> Amira was going to lose her shit. And she was so frustrated. But there is that was also the game where the supporters group paused for 10 minutes, uh, which was incredibly powerful. But so anytime I go in person, I just it is it is spectacular. Um, But I'm trying to think Aaron and I went to I want to say the season opener this year and it was really cold. Mm. Yeah, it was. And we scored five goals. Yeah, (laughs) we did. So like that was just and we sat like third row because uh, we don't have season tickets, which is kills me. <laughs> Somehow I just totally missed the sign up whenever it happened. Um, so we're on the wait list and everything. But so we're always like bouncing around in the stadium. But we Open sat up. so close to the pitch and cool. it was so we were so cold, which was a great feeling in that stadium because normally <laughs> it's a very not. different experience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I don't really like to be cold, but still. And yeah, just... I can remember his face like when we scored the third goal and Aaron was just like, what is happening? Because <laughs> uh, I feel like at the in the first season, we went to a fair amount, maybe all of the games at the beginning, because I was like, we're going to be there when they score a goal. <laughs> and it took forever, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, uh, it took a while. It took a while. Yeah. But yeah, that when we were, I remember the first goal and when it went green and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is amazing. Um, and the last thing I'll mention is we did go to Atlanta. Oh, rad. Because wow. we have family there. And so going to an away game and also like what a good one for us to choose because there were like hundreds. <laughs> there were so yeah. many Austin FC people there, even though that stadium is too big. Um, <laughs> but that was a very fun first away game for That's us. That's awesome. Yeah, our first real away game because we we went to Houston and Frisco this year. Uh, but our first real away travel, like get on an airplane and go, uh, is coming yeah. up. We're gonna go to Minnesota. Uh, oh. We're gonna see we're gonna see them play Minnesota United. So okay. we're super excited we, for that. We've talked a lot about that because my husband's family is from Minnesota, hence the Norwegian. It makes sense with the Norwegian. I grew mm-hmm. up in Minnesota. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, we've talked a lot about trying to make one of those matches maybe maybe next year. Yeah. Our, the, like, one of my things is that my son does not care at all about sports. So, he was like willing to go in Atlanta because his cousin, who's two years older and cares a lot about soccer, was, was going. And so, like, for him, he will go, but not. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like if we're gonna go somewhere, he can't. You know, it's like yeah, it's gonna be a place. Go. With a... Mm-hmm. But yeah. after your um 
fun interviews on the way to Frisco on last week's Swoon Tower, I was like, I really do want to do one of these bus trips. They're fun. They're really It sounded good. very fun. Yeah. Yes. It was. It's uh, It's been a long time since I've done, because uh, I used to, in New England, do Boston to New York City quite a bit. And so that feeling of like being on a bus for a few hours and then having this explosive experience, like in the stadium with all of these people and then getting back in the bus and going home. It's such like a whirlwind uh, sense memory that I didn't realize I missed until we started doing those away games. Yeah, the yeah. difference is you don't have to sneak the alcohol on these, right? Uh, like we <laughs> no. did in Boston. Uh. <laughs> all right. So we have got a couple relatively rapid fire. Yeah. We're not going to like... Uh, we're not going to pepper you with them here. We're going to give you the time to answer. But, okay. As you can tell, I'm not very good at rapid answers. <laughs> I need, we're not good at rapid questions. Yeah. So okay. clearly. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the first one uh, caused some debate last year, but who has the best smile on the team? <sighs> I feel like who is the last player I saw smile? Is, I feel like my answer. Honestly, though, right? Right? Like uh, Johan Valencia, it was his birthday yeah. yesterday, I want to say. And so he, I was like, oh, it's him. Look at that smile. But then, but then like, I rem- right next to him yeah. is Washington Caruso, and he's got a great smile. And then next and like, to him, like. I do think Romagna. I do just think his smile is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do kind of feel like who was the last person I saw <laughs> smile on this team. And that's my answer. I love it. Perfect. Cool. Uh, next question here is best fashion sense. Oh, see, I'm not so great at like paying attention to stuff. I don't have fashion sense. <laughs> uh, so How do you feel I about feel bucket like... hats, though? That can narrow oh, down your... I don't like bucket hats, but I think oh. Julio can pull them off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, kudos. To... I mean, he looks good all the time, right? Like, right. you can tell that he cares a lot about how he looks off the pitch. Um, so maybe I'll just stay him. And that seems really safe. <laughs> It like is a good definitely safe answer. Yeah, I I think it's just the right answer. I agree that I think Julio okay, has the best fashion on the team. So yeah, I there think the I think the three players who care the most right are Julio, Maxi, and Seba. Yeah, and between the right. three of them, uh, you can't go wrong with your choice. It just depends <laughs> on what you like, you know. Yeah, that sounds right. So I'll go with Julio then. Perfect. <laughs> well, you want to keep that name in the back of your mind because the next question is who would you just run through a wall for? Who are you ready to, like, just yeah. burst right through All a brick concrete no wall? <laughs> like, in what sense? Uh, like, they make you want to, like, stand uh, up and yell. Yeah, yeah. They're like... It's hard to put that kind of feeling into words without this is an audio podcast, but I am, yeah. like, raising my fists yeah. and shaking them around. <laughs> yeah. Oh. When I think about like on the pitch stuff, mm-hmm. obviously it'd be Drusy. Mm-hmm. Like sure. whenever he goes down, I want to like hurt the person <laughs> who has hurt him. Like yeah. I'm like I am I am ready. Um, that's the spirit I, of this question exactly. Also felt like that though. So Atlanta was so weird because we totally missed what happened to Gallagher when oh, it happened. Yeah. Like I just didn't understand. Like we were very high, they were very tiny. It happened. I wasn't looking when it happened, Mm -hmm. but oh, the feelings I felt when I figured out he had a black eye and then I read about how it happened. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That made me, I mean, I would run through a wall to protect that man, I think. 
that <laughs> yeah, that's feels almost weird to like... say publicly, but yeah, yes, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. I think we need we now need to break these into two questions: like who would we most like mama bear for, and who like gets us so amped that sure. like we feel you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> mm, that's interesting. So so amped. I feel like uh, Maxi often like makes me just so thrilled. Cool. That's awesome. So that's like on my amped for sure. <laughs> I feel like that's a great choice. Uh, we don't see a lot of his like uh, hyping the team in the like pregame that's or postgame true. hype videos, but we see it on the pitch all the time, right? Yeah. He's yes. constantly yelling at everybody and like trying to like he's he's and... one of those dudes like raising his hands to make the crowd go nuts. Like. Yes, yes, absolutely. And as you all have discussed a lot on the show, I really love his celebration. His celly yes. is A+. Plus. It, oh. it gets me every time. No notes. Um, and he just is, <laughs> the, like, just the way he plays, like, there's flair yeah. to it, right? Like, he is performing as he's playing, it feels yeah. like. He feels like a guy who would, like, has to be stopped from wearing his dangly earring out onto the yeah. pitch. You know? <laughs> yes, well said. <laughs> so, yeah, he, I definitely, he gets me amped. That's perfect. Okay. Love it. Uh, I think this next question might be the one that you thought we were going, like, what direction that was. So, uh, whose pose in the picture is your favorite? Uh, okay, so I felt really good about this question and the fact that I, when I told my husband, I read this question to him and he knew what I meant. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've done such a good, he's not on social media. So like, I was like, oh, I clearly talk about these pictures a lot. <laughs> if you knew what this referred to, if you do not have social media. Um, this is so hard, right? Because I think the Gallagher Drusy. That whole bit mm-hmm. is so good and like the follow through and then the punching mm-hmm. boxing look in Atlanta. But I really do like the. Oh, it's hard for me to mention these guys know, today. I'm so but sorry. I'm just gonna do, you know, I, uh, I'm i going to do it, though, for you all. You're the, the bigger Tarbell person here. And Philippe um, move is so adorable. Yes. Um, they have some work to do in my heart right now. But. Um, and on the pitch, obviously, but uh, I like that progression that like they've gone there and like now they've kept that up. Um, I don't. The whole thing is, is wonderful, honestly. Yeah. Like it is just such a delight every time one of them drops. I, yes. Thank oh, you, Austin. FD. <laughs> honestly, yeah. right? And the fact that mm-hmm. other teams are starting to follow is my favorite part about it. It's yes. so good. It's so good. Everything about it. All right, Panera mac and cheese in a bread bowl, yes or no? This is a real qu- like. Is this a debate? I'm not Have eating you mac ever and cheese had it inside and a how bread great bowl. Is it? I've never had it, but I can't imagine eating mac and cheese in a bread bowl. I'd probably love yes. it. No, Jessica's on my team. Let's go. <laughs> All right. I mean, All I right. love bread and I love mac and cheese, and <laughs> I don't think those two textures would like all like so be for those together. So. Those keeping track at home, it is me, Jessica, and Danny against Steph and Kip. He didn't say he wouldn't like it. He just said he's never had it. (laughs) (laughs) He's never tried it. But me and Kippy are standing strong on the uh, mac and cheese in a bread bowl from Panera line. Yeah. Wow. Uh, (laughs) My next question is, uh, what would you carry 
in your little bag. You know, in the pregame, uh, all the all the soccer players walk in with their little bags, uh, their little no, toilet bags. No one were in there. The, yeah, the toilet bags. Yeah. The toiletry toilet bags. bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you oh. carry in yours before a match? Before a match? What do you need before a match? Like, I feel like it would just be like my headphones that's, and my phone. Well, that's what I would I listen to some music. I but think. like, you can always see their phones in their pockets because they wear those tight pants in yeah, the pregame so outfits. Yeah, what are you they? Know? What, what are they? What are they, they got in there? there? Yeah. A whole lot of liquid IV. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is it like little bottles of cologne? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, what are they bringing? That's, right, that's the mystery of our time. Yeah. And so, I want to know you, Jessica Luther, hmm. what is in your little bag? I don't know. I don't carry anything around. That's not <laughs> exciting. Like, what a mask. And a phone and headphones yeah. and a wallet. Like, that's all I ever okay. have. It's a very I a utilitarian life. It's uh, yeah. a very utilitarian, that, that utilitarian is like my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't even, at one point there was some lip gloss. That's even gone away <laughs> now that no one can see my mouth. Sure. So, yep. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All one right. day we'll solve it. Yeah. One day. Yeah, in the meantime, guests, when you come on the show, expect that we're going to ask you what's in your <laughs> toiletry bag. Uh, I'm I'm just so curious. Steph, what would you bring in yours? Uh, I If I had a bag like that, yeah. I would definitely put my EpiPen in it. Sure. Uh, because I don't carry it around anywhere. Um, and so if, I think if I had a bag for fashion's sake, I would be more likely to put something in it that's the only thing i can think about listeners don't worry i carry the EpiPen. (laughs) just to be very clear good all right last question who is the man of your jersey your number one favorite player who are you putting on the back of your jersey in real life or hypothetically because you can't commit to printing something yes i can't i cannot commit to printing and then I have like I'm just cheap, so I'm like, what if they leave? And then right. I <laughs> get left a new over one? jersey. Yeah. Uh, oh man, of my jersey. I mean, I want to say after Sunday that it's Drewsy. That seems super obvious, though. But man, I mean, God, I got a Drewsy jersey. You he's know, it's... he's uh, newsflash, really good at soccer. <laughs> uh, you heard it here, folks. But he, it just is something like I've heard Landon talk about. He just is in the right spot it's just a a wild kind of skill and intelligence that i marvel at in athletes that are very good at their sport um but yeah it's gallagher is probably (laughs) my jersey oh i don't know who i would pick i don't know i don't know it's john gallagher yeah i was like i was like that's that's it that's that's it yeah y'all heard it here first jessica luther galley gal don't ever tell me that Yeah, we uh, uh, do not think that the players listen to this podcast, which is, I think, good for everyone. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Jessica, thank you so much for coming on, for chatting with us, for talking about the boys for a little bit uh, in a fun and wholesome way. Yeah. I really appreciate it. This was so much fun. Yes. Where can people find you? Online, uh, most of my social media, all of my social media is Jessica W. Luther is the handle and then that's my website as well perfect Perfect. 
Thank you so much for being here. Uh, everyone, follow Jessica on Twitter. Buy her books. Uh, I guess. Uh, uh, subscribe, subscribe to, to Patreon. Our Patreon. Yep. If you see her in the streets, give her money. Uh, just <laughs> yeah, sure. Support journalism. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Once again, thank you so much to Jessica Luther. Thank you so much. That was so fun. So much fun. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed chatting with her. And Mike, there's just one thing left to say. What's that, Steph? Who's the man of my jersey this Swoon Tower cycle? Who's the man of my jersey this Swoon Tower cycle? It's Ruben Gabrielson. Not just because he resembled a lovable yet cruel video game character. Not just because he gave the greatest comeback in sports interview history, but because I like him a lot, and that's the only reason I really need. So that's it. Great. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you were going to mention his French bulldog tattoo on his upper thigh, but I guess we'll leave that for another time. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. We're so excited that you're here. If you see us out and about, we do have Swoon Tower stickers, so make sure you stop by and grab one. And then like, review, subscribe, tell all your friends, and pay money to the Moon Tower Patreon after you get done donating to Jessica's Patreon. Because y'all, they're just like everybody we know uh, is such good creators and, and, and support the heck out of them. Yeah, we love everyone, especially you and my mom and Ruben Gabrielson. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Do you want to do it this time? Do you trust me to? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs>